Hello, and welcome to Calming the Chaos Podcast, where we talk with people around the world who can help you find peace in a chaotic world. I'm your host, Tracy Canella, licensed mental health counselor, certified eating disorder specialist, and advanced clinical hypnotherapist. Calming the Chaos Podcast is for those who want self-help resources and education. It's not a substitute for counseling or psychotherapy. So if you like what you hear, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening. And now, let the chaos begin. Well, hello, and welcome to Calming the Chaos podcast. I'm Tracy Canella, and uh, I am going to just dovetail on the end of my last podcast episode, which was a rerun from 2021, where I interviewed Stacy Shelter Paisano, and we talked about some of the holiday eating fears that can happen when people have eating disorders. And at the end of that interview, I was, I actually did eat the pie that we had planned for me to eat. And I had done that in a separate segment, and then I had lost the segment. So now it is a year later, and I have a piece of pumpkin pie that I want to use to teach you how to eat mindfully. And so here's how we're going to do this. I'm going to grab the pie and I am going to share with you a little bit on mindfulness. You can look at the pie, we can put the pie over here, and then we can talk about how we can eat the pie mindfully. Not the whole pie, just a piece of pie. Okay, so let's go. So I'm going to go ahead and grab the pie here. And now this pie has a little bit of a cool whip topping on it. And uh, sadly, I'm already having a judgment about it. So when you think about mindfulness, so mindfulness is the act of being aware of what is happening, what is coming up in the present moment, purposefully and intentionally noticing what is happening. And right there, it was just a little moment of mindfulness. It was a little bit of disappointment that this Cool Whip had sort of melted and dribbled on the on the side here that you can see. And so what we want to do with mindfulness is understand first what it is and second, how it works. First off, I'm going to move the pie into a place where you can see it and we are going to go over the definition of mindfulness. So the way I see mindfulness is that practice of purposefully and intentionally being aware of the present moment, the moment that we are in. When I saw the Cool Whip that had sadly dripped over the side of my pumpkin pie, I noticed that judgment about, oh, no. And that thought, oh, no, I didn't want it like this. But that's mindfulness, right? Even if you have a thought, just being aware of it and then being able to say, oh, that's right. Here I am going back to making a video on eating a piece of pumpkin pie. Being aware includes being aware of your thoughts, your feelings, any kind of body sensations. When you're talking about food, you might be even like thinking about salivation. I know that kind of sounds gross, but it, it happens, you know, 
and just any kind of thoughts or urges that you might have. Like right now, I could have the urge to just devour that piece of pie. Or I could say, hmm, I really want to enjoy that pie. And uh, and I'm going to do that mindfully. So you can also make decisions. And that is how it relates to calming the chaos. Because when you are able to notice when your mind wanders to a place of maybe an urge that might be chaotic or in response to chaos that's not in line with your values, you might just be able to say, hmm, I might want to do something a different way. So realizing when your attention drifts, not judging it, but just bring it back to what you're focusing on. An example that I like to give my clients is toothbrushing, you know, something that you do every day, hopefully (laughs) brushing your teeth, right? And so as you are brushing your teeth and you are going through, you're noticing some, you know, you're obviously using your taste buds. So you notice the toothpaste taste, you notice uh, the sound of the tooth brushing. I know I do that uh, when I notice like, oh, am I loud? Am I being loud in my tooth brushing? And I might have judgments about how loud I'm being. There are scents that you can smell. If it's mint-based toothpaste, you can smell the mint. And you can only do this thing for maybe five minutes a day. I guess maybe how long do you guys brush your teeth? I would really like to know that. Uh, If you have a Sonicare or a uh, Oral-B toothbrush, you've got a two-minute Uh, sort of a cycle that you can go through with that electronic toothbrush. And for me, I go through two cycles, which is four minutes. And that's pretty good for a mindfulness practice, four to five minutes a day. You can go longer if you want, but it really only takes that. Just make sure you're not listening to YouTube or that you're not having any other things in the background to stimulate you because we only want to do one thing at a time. That's where you put your mind on what is happening in the present moment. So that's an example of how we can do mindfulness in our everyday life is by just doing it when we're brushing our teeth. Another example would be sipping your coffee. How long does it take to actually drink a cup of coffee? You can smell it, you can see it, you can feel the warmth of it, and then you can actually taste it, which we'll go into. That's a really nice segue into a mindful eating, which we're just going to teach you right now. So before I go into the description of how to mindfully eat this piece of pumpkin pie, which by the way, has already dribbled down to um, a very disappointing sort of cool whip experience, but there you go. I just noticed something. I'm going to say that this is a great way for me to introduce my next podcast interviewee, who is Dr. Vic Manzo. In that episode, Dr. Manzo talks about the science about why mindfulness works in your physical brain and how it can help you calm your chaos. And he also provides some mindfulness practices of his own and tells some stories and tells about how he uses mindfulness to help his clients. So there's a little commercial about my next podcast episode. And Dr. Vic and I have a great conversation about this. So check out that next podcast episode. 
Now, mindfulness, as I've said, is the practice of intentionally being aware of the present moment. Now, why would we want to do this? Sometimes the present moment is not so great. Well, so one of the reasons you'd want to do this is because when you concentrate on the present moment and just being present, it has actually been shown to make differences in your uh, cognitive functioning. So that is your mental awareness. You have improved focus, improved concentration, mental clarity, even five to 10 minutes per day of one certain kind of mindfulness practice like toothbrushing, noticing what's going on with your teeth, or coffee drinking and noticing what's going on with the experience of drinking coffee can help you from becoming overwhelmed. And that is really the focus of the Calming the Chaos podcast is to help you to manage overwhelm and to be able to deal with any chaos that you might have. And be able to respond to things that are sudden, you know, chaotic, really a lot and unexpected in a good emotional fashion. And so having a mindfulness practice, you do maybe five to 10 minutes a day is really going to help your brain to be able to respond to any chaos that you might experience in your life. And it'll help you to be more present and be able to act with uh, more emotional intelligence. And so now we're going to move into mindful eating. And whenever I move into a mindfulness practice, as you may notice, I slow down my voice because what you want to do first is just be able to slow down and observe what is happening in the present moment. And as I said before, you can do a mindful eating practice like you do any other mindfulness practice. And the first thing you want to do is become aware of when we're talking about mindful eating, you want to become aware of your hunger and your fullness. So what I like to do is look at my hunger and my fullness on a scale of zero to 10 zero meaning like starving and beyond, and 10 meaning overly full, five meaning I'm not hungry and I'm not full. And we need to be able to check in with ourselves and just notice, okay, where's my hunger at? Am I hungry for this pie? Am I full? Do I really want it? Um, the other thing you might want to do is just be able to take a couple of really slow, deep breaths after you observe your hunger and fullness, and you give it a number, zero to 10. Right now, I would say I'm a pretty solid four, like I'm not hungry, not full, but I'm, I am a little bit hungry, right? So that's a four. I'll go ahead and show you the spectrum of hunger and fullness here so you can decide where you're at. You also want to observe your mood. What is your mood at the time that you're receiving the food? A lot of the clients I work with who struggle with disordered eating behaviors or eating disorders will have problems with food when they are stressed out or when they're depressed, when they're angry, when they feel, uh, you know, some sort of a guilt 
or shame, or if there's a relationship problem going on, they will commonly struggle with disordered eating. So just take a moment to see what your general mood is. You know, I think my mood is pretty stable. It's a Sunday. I'm a little bit nervous about the coming week because it's pretty busy. So I would say if I had any emotion, it's going to be a little bit of nervousness right now. But all in all, pretty okay. So yeah, once you identify your emotional state, what you want to do is you want to take the food and you want to observe it. Now, I think what I said earlier is interesting because look, the whipped cream or the Cool Whip has dribbled over. It does not look very appetizing. I'm. It's not like I don't want to eat it, but it's it's kind of disappointing. And then the other thing is, is it covers my fork. So now I'm going to have like a little bit of a challenge or a lot of a challenge to be able to eat it pleasantly because of this fact. So, uh, okay. So here I am observing this. And, and the other thing is too, I don't know if you can see it, but there's this, the pie crust is like, it, it was crumbled. So there's these crumbles of these pie crusts here. So the one judgment I might have about this is that it's not perfect. So I'm noticing that I'm not judging the fact that I'm judging my piece of pie here. Um, but I'm also like sort of wondering curiously, I'm trying to be curious about it, but I have an emotion of sort of irritation about the fact that I've got to rescue my fork from this pile of goo, which was Cool Whip, but apparently in the course of me talking has melted and now dribbled upon my fork. Okay, so you want to notice your thoughts. Like I said, those are my thoughts, my feeling of irritation, and what is my behavior going to be, right? So already we've spent so much time sort of observing. I am actually, as I'm talking to you, smelling the pie. So I'm using all of my senses to observe it and also thinking about how it's going to taste regardless of how it looks. I have a judgment about how it looks visually and how I'm going to cope with grabbing the fork out and licking it clean in front of y'all. And at the same time, I'm thinking, wow, this smells really good. I had a piece of it the other night and this is the last piece. And so I'm going to just notice that in the meantime, I looked out my window and there was somebody passing by on the bicycle. I noticed that and I said, oh, that's right. I'm doing a video. So that's mindfulness. It's just noticing when your thoughts sort of go away and bringing them back to the pie. So how am I going to handle this? I take a breath and I lift the fork. So here's the fork. It's covered in whipped cream. And I'm just going to look at this fork for a little bit. This is just so interesting because I've never done mindfulness uh, this way because it's never happened this way before, which is fine because this is, again, the purpose of mindfulness is paying attention to what's happening in the present moment. And right now what's happening in the present moment is that my Cool Whip has melted and some of it is on my fork. So what I'm going to do, oh my gosh, the smell of Cool Whip is I'm going to consider where this pie has come from, who made it, what hands have gone into making it, where we purchased it from in this case, because we did not make it ourselves. We purchased it from a grocery store and we're just going to give thanks for it. We're going to 
thank those people at uh, Safeway, in this case, uh, who uh, produced it for us and were able to help us to enjoy our Thanksgiving a little bit more. Thank you. And then we're going to notice any kind of sensations that come up, such as any judgments about Safeway, any judgments about the price that we paid for the pie, which I believe was too high. There's a judgment. Let it go. Come back to the pie, right? And then I want to say it's cold. I don't really like warm pumpkin pie. So I think it's a really good temperature. So I'm not judging that, but I am noticing that it's cold. And I'm noticing that my left hand that I'm holding the plate with is getting a little bit tired. So I'm going to set it down here and shake out my hand. And there you go. That's mindfulness. So what do I do with this pie, right? And in particular, the fork that is now sort of, I was expecting this to drip down and um, just sort of make a mess on my pie. But look, it's stable. So I am going to make a behavioral choice to lick off the uh, whipped cream, the Cool Whip from the fork. And let's do that. And as I'm doing it, I am going to mindfully pay attention to how it tastes. I already smelled it. it smells really good. Hmm. God, I love me some Cool Whip. See, even when it's melted, it tastes good. Hmm. See, there's a, a judgment right there. It tastes good. So judging it as good. And also it brings back some memories too of pumpkin pies pasts, if you will. I'm going to go ahead and set this down again. Of these pumpkin pies I've had in the past, they've been great homemade pumpkin pies by my grandma, uh, even by, you know, friends, family members, relatives uh, who have really made some awesome pumpkin pies and other things that I eat Cool Whip with like ice cream and uh, brownies. And I'm thinking about all the ingredients in Cool Whip. If everybody could just take a moment and look at the ingredients in Cool Whip, you'd be amazed. There are a lot of things in Cool Whip that you have no idea what they are. And I don't either, but I really don't care. I'm just going to clean my fork. Mm. I am judging that as good and I'm not judging my judgment. Okay, now I'm going to pick up the pie and I'm going to actually start eating. And so when you take your first bite, again, Recall with gratitude what you are eating, where it could have come from, and just really use all your senses and see how I'm doing this like sort of scooping thing because I really kind of want to get the effect of the of the whipped cream on the pie because it is dribbled over. But you know what's interesting is that just by being in the present moment and playing with my Cool Whip topping, which is sadly melted, it actually kind of looks like an art piece now. Look at that. Here's Tracy playing with food. Okay. And so now I'm going to take a first bite of my pie. Again, knowing that I am a four on the hunger and fullness scale, I'm going to take off what I like to do is I like to start from that point here. And I am going to look at it and be thankful for it. Actually 
had an urge. Okay. But I, you notice how I just responded to an urge. I didn't even mindfully consider, but I'm less, no, I need more whipped cream. I need more cool whip on this piece of pie. And so I just kind of dunked it in there mindlessly, but that's really what I wanted. So I stopped myself. I noticed it. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to just sort of like have a little bit more. So I have this little pie sandwich here, which is kind of, uh-oh, noticing a thought of, did that get on my keyboard? And is it going to screw up my keyboard? It did not. And I'll take a bite. And as I'm taking a bite, I'm noticing the flavors of the Cool Whip and the spices of the pie, and I am really enjoying this experience. And I taste a little crust. And I'm judging it as good. Check in again with your body. Actually, for me, I feel actually feel food go down uh, my esophagus into my stomach. I don't know if everybody does but I can feel it and it feels really nice and very comforting, especially with the taste of the spices in the pie. I'm able to just reach some uh, memories that I remember uh, of Thanksgiving's past when pumpkin pie was always served. And I always love eating pumpkin pie. I'm still at a four. So I think I'm going to take another bite and again, this is about you slowing down the process of eating. There could be, and this is not the case with me, but with some people, as we talked about in the Holiday Eating Disorders podcast with Stacey Shelter, there could be some judgments about whether this is good or bad food. And so they may come up at about this time, like, oh God, I took a bite. Oh no, this is bad for me. I'm going to have to do more working out tomorrow or whatever. And you can learn how to notice those sorts of judgments and then let them go so that you can actually fully be present and enjoy the pie. Uh, I did not have that come up, but I thought it would be good to actually mention that. And now that I'm just sort of uh, wallowing in this goo that has become the uh, Cool Whip topping, I am going to take, and uh, this is a pretty sizable piece of pie. I'm just going to go ahead and do that. And uh, you'll hear what I have to observe here. Oh, yeah, that was it. Nice. Lots of Cool Whip flavor mixed in with a lot of really good pumpkin pie. I must say that was pretty awesome. This is really good pie, I'm telling you. I mean, whoever baked it at Safeway, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's so great. You know, uh, so I've had home-baked pies before, and they're good, but it never ceases to amaze me, even how good frozen pies can be when you're eating them. Okay, so if anybody has any questions about how many bites it takes to actually finish a piece of pie, then here's number three. And we'll find out together, shall we? And I'm just noticing that I'm scooting over more of my whipped cream. I'm going to take a little pause because I really do have the urge to just sort of power through the rest of this pie because it tastes so good, right? And I think that might be something that you might be experiencing too. 
And when you eat food, it's like, oh my gosh, this tastes so good. I want to, I want to power through it. But I just noticed that that was the case with me. And I thought, no, let's just go ahead and slow it down. And so it looks like I've got some of this stuff on my fork. I'm just going to lick it off. Notice there's a little bit of pumpkin in there, but mostly whipped cream. Cool whip. Take another breath. Move a stray piece of crust out of the way. And then kind of puzzled about what to do with this bite because it has broken in half. And I'm hoping that I can spear it and then just like put it in my mouth. But just noticing that thought, like, how am I going to handle that? Maybe it's going to have to be two smaller pieces or one bigger one. But it looks like I'm able to spear. I did it. Noticing a feeling of, oh, crap. Well, it looks like it's going to be two smaller pieces. So this is bite number three. That is really good. Good mix. Good, nice texture. I I really appreciate the spices. I appreciate the crust. Yeah, that one was mostly about the crust. Taking another breath after that and going in for a hunger and fullness check. I'm still about a four, right? Because I've only really taken two and a half bites. That was bite number three, three point or 2.5. And this is really uh, bite number three. Oh, see, I noticed, I noticed that like the urge, well, I noticed the urge to scoop up the rest of the crust with this bite. And I'm actually noticing that and intentionally putting it aside because um, I'm going to deal with that later. Here's the, here is bite 3.0, which I'm still noticing that I want to scrape the rest of this cool whip up with. And here's bite 3.0. Wow. This is a great bite. It is just perfect proportion of crust and filling and whip. That was a good bite. I have to say that had the, a good blend of crust and pie in it. Now, I'm not a big fan of crust, right? Some people even take the crusts off of their bread because they're not preferring it. And that's fine. Just observe your own preferences and not judge them. And uh, so I'm going to go ahead and power, not power through. So I'm going to go ahead and eat the rest of the pie and let you know in the comments what I am thinking. All right, here is bite number four. I'm going to go ahead and Slice that little guy off here. Here's bite number four. I'm going into this optimistically, but I'm just thinking, hmm, can it get any better? And you know what? It actually does. Wow. This is the best bite ever. It has the perfect blend of everything. I really taste the spices in that bite. And I'm noticing that as I get through the middle of the pie, that it's a better blend. When you have too much pumpkin on the first slice, the second slice was kind of like that too. 
Then you have this really good blend of uh, crust and pumpkin pie on the on the 3.5 and the 4.0 right there. Awesome. Love it. So I'm noticing also that I'm kind of like, eh, the best part is over. Not woe is me because here I am with a pie or a piece of pie. But I'm thinking now I have to deal with this pesky crust, which is kind of dry and I don't like it that much. So I am just going to do bite number five. Here is bite number five, which has quite a bit of crust on it, right? Um, and kind of wishing I had more whip, whipped cream, cool whip. And um, what I'm going to try and do right now, which I don't typically do with mindfulness exercises and eating, but I'm going to do it right now. So I'm just going to try and switch my mindset to I'm grateful for the crust. It holds the pie together. And when it hits my lips or my mouth and my tongue, it's going to be great. So you can actually notice a thought that is kind of depressing, like, oh, there's a crust. I probably won't like this bite. To I am going to intentionally try to, to enjoy this, this bite right here. So that's what I'm going to do. I am going to intentionally enjoy this piece of pie, which is bite number five. I think I might have lost count. That's okay. Not judging myself. Bite number five. Well, that was pretty good. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Not as dry. I thought it would be drier. Hmm. Maybe I should do mindset shifts more often. That was not as bad as I expected. And I wonder if it's because I intentionally shifted my mindset to having it be a little bit more of a positive experience. I don't know. But for whatever reason, it wasn't that bad. Now I'm looking at bite number, what's going to be bite number six and seven here. And I'm noticing that there's a lot more uh, whipped cream. <laughs> so I just separated bites number six and seven. There's a lot of uh, whipped cream. And so I feel a little bit more encouraged that it's going to be a better eating experience for me because I like a lot of this topping stuff. And then so I'm noticing my urge and I'm actually following my urge to scrape up the whipped topping and kind of leave it on the side <laughs> to deal with these little pieces of crust. I don't know. We just notice these things about our eating. And I just... Wow. <laughs> I just put that in my mouth without being mindful. <sighs> okay. So I'm not judging myself, right? So this is what I have left on my plate. I got bites six and seven, right? And then these crusts. This is bite number six. And this doesn't look too bad. So I just judged it as looking pretty good. It's got a lot of topping on it and it's got a fair amount of crust and pumpkin. So it's going to probably be a good eating experience, but I'm noticing any kind of thoughts, judgments, feelings, a little bit of excitement. Yeah, this might not be that bad. Slow it down. And I can really smell the crust this time. Before I could smell the uh, topping and the pumpkin, now I can smell the crust. And I'm going to say, 
I really appreciate the crust for holding the pie together. And then I'm going to take a bite. Hmm. Well, it's not as dry as I thought it would be. Probably because I sopped it up with Cool Whip, but yeah, that's not bad. That was good. You know, a little dry at the end, but it was really great. Uh, if I had the Cool Whip container right here, I probably would just put a little bit more on my plate just to help with the dryness of the crust. Um, but that was bite number six. And here's bite number seven. And I'm going to take this bite knowing that it is the last bite. And I'm feeling a little bit sad because it is the last bite, but I also know I've got this crust to deal with too. So I'm feeling a little like, eh, <laughs> like meh about the crust. Not bad. I'm just kind of like sad that the pie experience is ending on um, bite number seven. And then I'll go ahead and finish up the crust. I'm kind of tempted. I'm noticing a temptation to hurry through the crust, but I'm going to mindfully slow it down. So here's bite number seven. Really good. Wow. This pie has a real good stamina. It has lasted for a while with me criticizing it. I thank you. Again, that was not bad at all. I think probably because there's not there's not as much crust as would have been in those last two bites because here it is, the, the crust has fallen off. And so what we're going to do here is I am going to, this aside, and just talk to you about how I'm feeling now, hunger and fullness wise. And um, I can actually honestly say that after a piece of pie, uh, being a four, I'm I'm kind of a five. I sort of want something to drink, like some milk or some hot cocoa or something like that. But I feel pretty darn good. In fact, I could leave these pieces of crust. I don't know if you can see them, but I am going to eat them um, just because they're there and you don't want to throw away food. Some of them have whipped cream topping on them. I'm eating at a little faster pace. I like get this over with. Noticing that, not judging it. Noticing that there's a little piece of crust in my fingers. And noticing also that I've stopped using my fork, right? Because how can you actually spear two little pieces of stray crust with your fork? You need to eat it with your fingers, is what I'm saying, right? Oh, there is an urge to use my finger to scrape some of the Cool Whip off and make the crust come down easier. <laughs> I would love to get your feedback about this because, I mean, Really, what we need to do is just sort of observe our own eating and sort of chuckle at it. Um, I don't like judging it. I don't like judging eating behaviors. I'm a certified eating disorder specialist. And what we do in the practice is to be able to help people to be at peace with food. And if you can mindfully observe your emotions, your hunger and fullness, 
your attitudes toward food and to be able to approach it in sort of a lighthearted and fun way. I really think that you're on your way to tackling any kind of food in or eating uh, issues that you might have. This time I'm going to <laughs> scrape up all the remaining that I can. I'm going to put it in my mouth. Mm. Yeah, those last two bites of crust were not the greatest experience, but you know what? I've had worse, right? Um, you have something that really tastes bad, which that didn't taste bad. It was bland. It was, you know, kind of not like with the pumpkin and the, uh, and the whipped cream. But all in all, I have to say that was a pretty darn good piece of pie. So here it is. Well, almost a clean plate. Um, I could lick it, but I probably will not do that on online, but I might do it offline. So thanks for joining me today on Coming the Chaos podcast. If you at all want to see the video version of this, please do so. And uh, it's on my YouTube channel and you can see me actually mindfully eating this piece of pumpkin pie. I appreciate all of you viewers. Take care. And I hope to see you on my next episode of Calming the Chaos podcast, where we will take a deep dive into mindfulness with Dr. Vic Manzo. In the meantime, take care. Thank you for listening to Calming the Chaos podcast. If the information in this podcast has been helpful, please consider subscribing and share it with your friends. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, and on YouTube. You can also go to our podcast website at www.calmingthechaospodcast.com, where you can listen to all Calming the Chaos podcasts. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to sharing my next podcast episode with you. In the meantime, take care.